recording in progress. So, some, yeah, I've been crying all day. Um, again, stepping out of soul school was something that I did not want to do. And I've been processing it ever since I woke up. And I'm sitting here talking myself into going to yoga class. A lot of it is because I do want to see the people who I have. Connected with. Um, so that's led me to really placed a word association and right now I don't have the answers as to why these words are coming into my mind uh, I, think, I, I really believe it's just a lot of it is just Probably human nature. Um, I know I I've mentioned a lot about no support or feeling like I have had little support, but in a way, my family has been supportive. They've allowed me freedom, and. Really, the scariest thing that I felt when I made my ultimate push withdrawal so cool. It was, it was, I saw that my weekends were obligated. Uh, I've just come from a job where my schedule was dictated for me. So I, I don't have. A nine to fivers natural progression of you know dividing the dividing the weekend, dividing your free time. I had no free time. I have I've had no free time, and it's frustrating. The reason why it was such a frustrating decision because. We want to be a yoga teacher. And this yoga gym is absolutely the perfect fit for my life, my style, for my involvement in my community and where I want to go in life. So to not understand why my instincts are telling me to draw back right now, I blamed it on a tangible thing, which is a reality to meeting finances. I'm a student right now, and I'm I'm surviving. I'm surviving, and I'm providing. And again, my parents are supporting in the way they know how and can. But that's also a point of frustration and upset because even at 38, you want to touch your parents who 
more emotional support. Then you see all these pictures of family. And over here in New Orleans, even though you can look at these families and see, wow, there's a lot of really great psychological study involved. trade off because it's different to have uh, so excuse the I, I I'm using headphones so I don't really know how loud my my ugly crying is coming across but I am sitting a ways away from the microphone. But the few words that have popped up is, and phrases too, you know, it, the first one that really is distinct is quitting is not cheap. And a lot of times we really do feel such big shame whenever we, whenever we have to quit or stop. But it's Quitting a job is a hard decision. Quitting a marriage is a very big hard, it is a very tough decision, especially if you're still emotionally invested in it. Honestly, that's, that's how I walked out of my marriage. A, a toxic marriage and survive the high conflict divorce is because my emotional ties to the union actually ended three years yeah approximate around the three years three years before that. so Again, when people look at me and say, well, how can you just walk away? Yeah, I'm a domestic abuse survivor. But my emotional investment in the push and pull of that emotional part of the marriage, it was done. He, he, he did something so... I mean, I, I remember feeling like I remember it was it was done, and then that was before I found the photos. The reason why I didn't leave then was because I talked myself into believing I couldn't afford it, which I now know of having to work five years in the department where they paid me in potato chips was just Melissa talking herself out of something that was hard. This is likely why it's so important that I can talk myself into doing this 26.2. Even though it's going to be hard, this is
this is likely why I've pushed myself to stay in New Orleans, even though it was hard. It's why I let these people talk me into things, is because when you say, hey, look, I really don't feel like this is a good fit for me right now, and somebody comes back with, oh, I know it's going to be tough, I know it's going to be hard. You say, it's tough, tough to do it. Well, for some reason, hey, I'm revisiting the desire and the feelings that say, I don't want to be tough right now. Yeah, I know I could do hard things. Yeah, uh, I'm cocky to the point where I know I could do 26.2. What I need to do is get out there and go run, which I have planned for tomorrow. Today, today's the watch. Today, I'm actually, I really am. I miss, I miss going to yoga. I haven't been able to go in a couple weeks, like in studio. That in itself is hard being sick. I don't know if I'm going to be approached by the teacher for soul school or not. I don't know. But I know I need to go and I want to go and I want to run. But running is not me. Not really sure what that technical glitch was, but it was it. Uh, it, it did allow me a moment to catch myself. Um, and it's hard because. Still sucks. I don't know how. No, I can prepare for Mr. 2022 so easily and deeply. Not just what to say. I need a safe person. Just put a oh, I just it's that he was where he was mentally. available for 
what I had to give up for myself. Versus where his life was going and what it, it wasn't the same. No matter how much I feel reconnected, no matter how much I know he feels reconnected, he didn't want And it's just. I, I didn't expect that. I wasn't looking for that in a, in a, in a person. I didn't know what to expect of them. We literally bumped from street cars in the market. And you know, it's weird to a lot of people. This is why I follow yoga for this marriage. Uh, there, was, there was a moment, and I've met. I've met tens of thousands of people. I worked at the airport as a screener for seven years. I've met a lot of people. So I based that my theory of who I think is special in my life. We, the people who I worked with at the airport, The people who I interacted on a daily with after. The people who I continue to meet in seemingly random grocery market scenarios. The people who I meet at my yoga gyms and who follow the pattern of interacting with me. It sounds so unbelievably magical when someone says you meet people for a reason. They, they, they really do come into your life for a reason. My lessons have been both heartbreaking and devastating to, to sad and upset. I, I'm just, like I said, I in the post-processing phase of my decision. Um, I just need to talk it out so I can call myself into putting on my shoes so I can grab my keys and yoga stuff and sit in my car and start the car to drive to the yoga gym to interact um, what you do. That's what makes connection so beautiful. 
is that you really take yourself in your life situations and the people who you interact with. They're they're meant to be in your life for a reason. So that's those reasons that uh, like the Shakespeare quotation that really helped me. Uh, let me let me Google it and I'll I'll quote it. Like it all sounds. It really does because it. The secret is I've even had problems accepting that you really do. But when things ended with twenty twenty two, it really solidified my belief in that. Because the meeting I had with him was so freaking random. Like, literally, every, when we talked, there had been over, I'd say 40,000 potential times that we, we could have interacted. He... He, he he knew who I was. He saw me. I were I lived, I lived at my second detail, and I worked three locations. So given any one of that chain stores locations, they literally he literally went to those every single day during COVID. I was there every single day during COVID. I you know I'm not saying every one of those opportunities we. He was there when I was there, but I know in my heart he saw me. And when he kept seeing me at the the last detail, I think it really it stirred something in him. And like I said, I was shopping. He was shopping, and like a movie, the grocery carts kind of bumped, and he hit a weird comment. Uh, some about the ground turkey in my uh, grocery cart. And <laughs> he gave me his card, and the first thought was, how dare he speak to me? And I knew I made that comment out of hurt, uh, because I was still dealing with the remnants of 2021. And so I I messaged him, and I don't regret messaging him because the interaction with him set me on a life path that has has been so beautiful ever since. Like I said, I've got in touch with my roots. Like aside from my Puerto Rican roots, I've got in touch with my African roots. Um, I'm working on finding the bloodlines there. Uh, but in the process, I've really learned some really cool stuff. How our team reflects the Ghana 
cuisine uh pastelis. Uh, the Ghanans make something similar, but it's what the 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 people in South America make the tamales seem to be closer to the original recipe. But it makes sense that the Ghanans had to uh kind of reorganize and reinvent their dish because corn doesn't grow in Puerto Rico. And we use what they call cassava. Cassava really did do well. Plantains. Plantains worked. And so now the masa that we make for pastelis, they they substituted plantains for the masa and used the banana leaves instead of the already sturdy corns. So essentially... Uh, unfortunately, I hate to admit this as a Puerto Rican. Tamales probably are the more traditional method of food. But, but, pastales are still the best. No matter, hands down, no matter what. If you use yuca for the mask, play taste. Pasteles, numero uno. Manos abajo. And I've had both. I've had both. My second mother was Mexican, and the tamales that she made was like, oh my God, this lady should have opened a restaurant with the tortillas and tamales. She really could have made a small fortune. Uh, rest in peace. But 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 things like that. I uh, uh, you know so. I guess I'm just taking a moment. It. It's it, it is drawn near to the, the moment of departure. But uh that's I'm not really gonna I am not gonna give him that. Uh, he doesn't deserve that ultimately. Um for as beautifully I speak the things that happen afterwards. And like I said, the the enlightenment I had, those are the things that really helped me move on to that and gain my closure. But what I want to leave you with is this is the homework that I'm going to be doing over the next few days. It's essentially going to be like a word association. I know I started it and I went off on a tangent. So it's a word association. If you've seen Squid Games, when you hear the word green light, red light, when you hear red light, all of a sudden, I guarantee you are filled with some sort of terrifying, irrational fear of a red light and oh my goodness rightfully so I I felt the tingling on the entire left side of my body when I said the second so now when I 
because honestly, it you know, I say I pulled out, but the feeling I feel is I quit. I feel like I quit before I started. And in my heart, in, in, in my heart, in my soul, in the very tippy top of my mind, I know that's not the case. I know I'm scared. I'm scared of finding out what it means to be a part of a community that supports you. And how strange is that? Like, that's what I want, right? So why, why does the phrase being part of community and sharing parts of myself, why does that terrify me? Clearly, I'm not ready to share it on that level. A lot, a lot of it had fear behind it. I didn't know who else was going to be in the class. Um, you don't know why that matters. I guess maybe partially because if I know who I'm going to be sharing myself with, it would make me feel more comfortable. And a lot of people who I've assimilated into my friend group said they weren't doing so. And it's not the issue is the issue isn't because they're not doing it. The issue is because well, I know them and they're not doing so school. So comfort level that I've already built up with them. And sharing would have likely elicited different feelings. So I don't know who I'm sharing myself with. And what I've found that even at a yoga gym, there are still people who are mean and nasty. There are still teachers that are mean and nasty. And it's, you, you sit there and go, look, I'm just a practitioner. I can't, I cannot and will not accept this negative behavior and ill feelings toward me. So, and, and it, it is other students. Like, I pick up on energy. I am empathic. It is a whether it's a trauma response or some sort of awesome ancestral superpower, I still am able to feel your energy towards, I know when you are being genuine. I know when you are being disingenuous. I know when you, when you literally do not like me and I know whenever you're shooting those like, you know how some people say, oh, she shot those eyes at me. And you know that that person did not have good intent. I know whenever you're trying to pass those vibes on to me. 
And part of my life lesson is to learn how to reflect those and process those and return to sender peacefully. I, I'm not a confrontational problem, a person. I will confront you if it is necessary, but you will not leave that confrontation feeling good at all. There has been one person in particular that knows this. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I did Gemini. Boricua Gemini style. And after I said what I needed to say, I was out. I was done. I was done. I blocked the number and everything, and I deleted it from my memory. But I was done. There are a lot of people who don't deserve that type of ending. And when you go to a yoga gym, you are working on something. A lot of us are working on something because we don't feel comfortable going to therapy and reaching out to somebody physical and real to help us process these feelings and emotions. And when I started yoga, like at that particular gym, it was because my former job was creating a very obvious and cyclical cycle of stress. It was administrative induced stress and I started going to stress management and I found that going to yoga for stress management was working. My issue now is allowing these people who find themselves all mixed up in their feeling, I'm, I, I, do, I can't apologize and I won't apologize for who I am and the decisions that I make. It, it may not, it may seem weird when I make them. I, I again, I champion soul school. I still champion soul school. I wish I could afford it. I wish I could afford the gas that it takes. I wish I could afford the time. But there are priorities like my kid and my schoolwork that um, unfortunately right now I have to put them above that. I cannot take on another debt. I, I can't. I, I, that's how I'm providing and surviving right now while I'm in the process of finding a, a, a gig to bring in some extra cash. But right now, right now, I, I, I'm, I've also reached a level of simplicity in my life that I have been desiring for over a year now. And I, and ultimately, that's what's holding me steadfast to 
not being wishy-washy on that ultimate decision. I already missed the class today, so I think whatever arbitrary thing they have for attendance has been maxed out. But it's yeah, there there is. There is a little bit of anger behind it. And I'm angry because at myself I've almost allowed myself once more to to put aside my value of simplicity and life enjoyment right now to dedicate myself to something else. I looked at the schedule and yeah, had Soul School gone off on its original time frame, I would have completed it. And it, it, it would have been wonderful because I could have actually used that in my extra income right now. I could I can't control that. So I have to understand that that's not anger. That's not anything I can control. The people who they try, it's not like they they you know what I'm saying? They they reached out to the person and they profusely were sorry, they were legitimately upset themselves. So right now I have to understand, I have to process things in my head to understand and look and listen for the reason why this is happening right now, why this roadblock came to be. Roadblocks are important. Walls are important message. The walls are talking. The walls tell you something very important about what is going on in your life right now and what you are poised to do in the very near future. Now, if you actually hear a wall talking, my advice is to call 911 because chances are there is a live human being inside your wall or whatever wall that is speaking. And you have a really great citizen, uh, good Samaritan karma, whatever, whatever, you know, brownie points your life system follows. Or even just being a decent human being, if the wall is literally talking to you, dial nine one one, call the police, even if you don't like. Them. Uh, there's a human inside that wall, and they are likely calling for him. But what I need right now is the proverbial wall, the, the speed bump, obstacle that makes you stop, that makes you feel that because we as Americans. And humans, we think resting or waiting out an inning or a quarter on the bench, we really attribute that to weakness or a statement on who we are as an endurance athlete. 
And that's not the case. I don't have to be a licensed professional of anything to tell you that's not the case. I have lived enough life. I have faced enough obstacles and hurdles. And I'm 38. I have had, I've had a very, very tough life. And I have faced many obstacles. The only difference is that I was so embedded in my trauma that I couldn't, I was disassociated with my feelings. I couldn't feel feelings until about three years ago. I had them, I expressed them. A lot of people outwardly have expressed how lovingly I interacted and looked at my child. And I was genuinely shocked. Now, people may have thought that was me not, not accepting a compliment, but I was literally shocked because I'm like, how, really? You know, I, I do love my daughter. And those revelations, that's, that's why feedback is so important. That's, that, that's why people say, hey, you did a great job today. Is so important because it helps you realize how capable you are. This is why the running community and the motivators are so wonderful. It's because it provides you that faith, that, that validation, uh, that encouragement. And what you read online is extreme, extreme, extreme. It, it, it goes for people with personality disorders, for narcissists, for people who, it, it's for those moments where you're trying to encapsulate and relive a feeling in the past. That's that's really what these internet warnings are about. And that's that that's why face-to-face -face interaction is is great for the human spirit because we hear I I my language is based on inflection and tonal patterns. I analyze on inflections and tonal patterns. If somebody comes up to me and says, ah, I'm frustrated. I'm not going to, I'm going to listen to what they say. But I'm not going to label it because you didn't tell to me, you didn't sound frustrated. It sounds that you're tired. It feels like you're still searching. You're not exactly settled on that particular emotion. So dissecting the wall, why did this wall pop up? Why is this obstacle here? 
walls, obstacles, hurdles, slumps. Whatever you want to label it, it's still a wall. It's still an athletic wall that is inhibiting performance. It is inhibiting the slingshot into success. But what I want you guys to think about as I think about this self, myself over the weekend is word association. Why do I feel so shameful when I hear the word quit? There, there, there are many moments where it is beneficial to quit. It's not a shameful thing. And honestly, quitting doesn't mean forever. Quitting means right, could mean quit right now. I'm going to quit talking because I need to eat and make the journey into Orleans Parish for yoga tonight. Like, it's wild. I have to literally leave an hour and a half before. You, like, predicting traffic patterns in Orleans, you would be, it would be easier to resurrect Walter McFarland and have them predict the winning lottery numbers for the next three decades than predicting traffic patterns in Orleans. And it's getting closer to Mardi Gras. So I may actually make it to yoga leaving at 1630, 430. I might I might make it at five o'clock. But I also might make it at five forty five. That is that is the exciting mystery that Orleans Parish holds for. Uh, but that being said, please, in all seriousness, play the word association game. Uh, in a couple of episodes, I'm gonna drop my Instagram handle uh, to where you can start leaving DMs. But um, until then, just just play it lightly. You know, you don't have to dive into those serious feelings. You can just say some happy, happy red balloon, scared red balloon, scared. Yeah. You know. Things like that. And it, it, you know, it's a good way to get your mind questioning why, why, why this shame? Why is shame the number one word that pops up into my mind when I say the word quit? Why is finished? The first word that pops into my head when I hear obstacles. Why? Why is it? Why are those negative connotations associated? 